On this episode, we're previewing the 2019 International Flower and Garden Festival. This is episode 156 of the Main Street Magic Podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of Main Street Magic. I am your host, Jeremy Stein, and I'm joined by my lovely wife, Rhonda. Hey, guys. Make sure you check us out on the web at MainSTMagic.com, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Twitter at MainSTMagic. If you have not done so already, go out to Facebook and search for the Capture the Magic community and ask to join. Don't forget to listen to the Capture the Magic podcast with Jared and Jamie Lee at CTMPodcast.com. They release new shows every Monday and Thursday. Then on that same feed, Jamie has Trip Tales once a month. We have CTM at the Movies once a month. And then Jared and I release a new Diz Dudes episode on its all-new feed every single Wednesday. So go out and search for The Diz Dudes and subscribe. And here at Main Street Magic, we have new shows on Tuesdays and Fridays. So the Capture the Magic Network has you covered all week long. And if you are getting ready to plan your next Walt Disney World, Disneyland, a Disney Cruise Line, or Universal Orlando Resort vacation, reach out to Melissa Pilgrim with Ears of Experience. You can reach Melissa at M-P-I-L-G-R-I-M at themouseexperts.com. Let her know Main Street Magic sent you. She's going to help you get the best rate, uh, best package deals, and help you book everything, including ADRs, fast passes. Uh, she really takes a lot of the stress out of planning your Disney or Universal vacation. And finally, if you want even more content, uh, if you want show notes for all of the Main Street Magic episodes, if you want live streams and additional episodes every single month, go to ctmvip.com and check out Club 32. So today we are previewing the 2019 Epcot International Flower and Flower Flower and Garden Festival. <laughs> yep. uh, we are recording on Sunday. It starts on Wednesday. This is coming out You'll on Tuesday. There. And I will be there Tuesday and Wednesday uh, for a, a first look. Uh -huh. um, so another good reason. There'll be a ton of live streams in Club 32. Yep. So if you've not joined already, check out ctmvip.com. Uh, now would be a great time to go over and join so that you can check out all the live streams, uh, all the content that's coming. Yes. If you go back, if you have not listened way, way back, over 100 episodes ago, episode 54, um, because I was there for opening last year. Oh, and wow. this was the two. So episode 54 was the 2018 flower and garden follow up. So go back, check it out. Um, I was less than impressed last year okay. on opening. If you remember yes. uh, to me, food, we had just come off Festival of the Arts, which I think absolutely knocks food out of the park. Uh, of course, food and wine is always amazing. So flower and gardens pretty. That I, that's what I think. I think flower and garden to me becomes more about the festival aspects. Uh, secondary food. is food. Um, we'll see. What, we'll see. Yeah, we got to see what this year is going to be like, and we will get into food because it's obviously most important. We'll do our normal run through the menus. Um, I'll try and pronounce words. <laughs> we'll say what we would like to try at each booth. Okay. Uh, but first, we do want to run through kind of all the highlights. And uh, so their little tagline is: "Attend an annual event, a bloom with brilliant gardens, fresh flavors, rocking entertainment, and more." Uh, of course, this place takes place at Epcot, uh, and this is from March sixth to June third. 2019, so March, April, May, June. That's three months wow. almost of festival. Uh, so very, very long. A lot yeah. of time to get down there. Uh, we will be there at least two to three times. So yeah. again, hopefully we can at least hit every booth for when we do our follow-up. Yeah. Um, do you want to you want to talk a little bit about some of the festival highlights? <clears throat> sure. <laughs> no, I don't, but I will because <laughs> you just put me on the spot. So already. It there. says, delight in the... Magnificent of spring with a multi-sensory multi multi <laughs> selection of vibrant displays and captivating experiences. Nurture your senses of curiosity at the Epcot International Flower and Garden Festival, a fun-filled destination for guests of all ages. With so much to see and do, your whole family will uncover something new with every single visit. Now, we'll, we'll get in... Um... Again, we're reading our show notes, uh, which you can get in full if you're a Club 32 member. Um, it basically bullet, bullet points everything there is to do there, but we're going to dig down deeper into those. Okay. Um, so uh, new this year, uh, they do have some new additions from Outdoor Kitchens uh, to the Washed Ashore Penguin Sculpture 
presented by Disney Nature, to a new topiary, hmm. a play garden, and more. Uh, new kitchen, new outdoor kitchens. Uh, so they have the Citrus Blossom, Flavorful Kitchen, hosted by Advent Health. They have the Trowel and Trellis, hosted by Impossible Foods. Again, not to be confused with Mission Impossible, the movie. Right. Uh, and Arbor at Gardener's Terrace. Mm. Uh, for new topiary, topiaries and gardens, they have Bo Peep, as well as her sheep. <laughs> and they have uh, the Playful Garden for, for kids, I believe. That's the whole garden setup. Of course, we've got festival merchandise. Um, already have started to get a look at some of the festival merchandise. Okay. It is all very, it's always looked very classic. Like, to me, it's always very classic Disney mm-hmm. designs. Like, it's kind of the old school. You're not seeing new school Mickey cartoon designs. It's the very classic Mickey and Minnie and, you know, yeah. Donald Goofy. There's Figment. Mm-hmm. Um, some really cool items that we've already seen, like the flower pot coffee mugs that's cute which is cool yep. uh pass holders this year yes uh have opportunity to pick up their magnets uh first is going to be a pluto and then it's going to be daisy yes so we'll make sure we pick all those up and let somebody steal them off the back <laughs> of our car again uh so again you have you know tons of souvenirs you've got uh, minnie's garden party mickey's garden stand the violet lemonade collection figment's imagination goes wild and spike and donald and these are all the different merchandise locations uh that you can pick up all these different collections Awesome. Next. Can't wait to see what you bring me. Oh, yes. Next. <laughs> Get in the groove with the Garden Rock series. You want to want to read a little bit about this? Sure. Move your feet to some of the hottest throwback beats at the American Gardens Theater. Throughout the 2019 Epcot International Flower and Garden Festival, you're invited to soak up the sounds of dozens of chart-topping musical arts, including new... X. X including new artists sprouting from the garden rock stage for the very first time. Their wording just always gets me. I love it. Sprouting from the garden rock stage. Move your feet to some of the hottest throwback beats. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Um, so uh, who's going to be there? Uh, well, we're going to get into that because this is now expanded to seven days a week. This used to be oh, okay. towards, this used to be weekends. They've now expanded this seven days a week, uh, March sixth again through June third. The entire you know uh, spread of the festival uh, with over two hundred and seventy total concerts. Wow! Um, they promise this will be more spectac- spectacular than ever. Oh well, okay. So we'll the lineup we got an American Gardens Theater, of course, an American Adventure Pavilion. Uh, shows are the seven nights a week. They are at five thirty, six forty-five, and eight p.m. Um, what what you find with the Garden Rocks series to me, the Garden Rocks is for those that really grew up. I would say in their teens to twenties in the eighties, mm-hmm. whereas food and wine tends to be those who grew up. Their, their teens to their 20s in like the 90s, 2000s. Like those are the type of bands you get. Right. So this is much more of like an 80s popular band. Okay. Because uh, you have stuff like uh, Journey, former lead vocalist Steve Auger. He's new. You have Glass Tiger. They're new. Uh, John Anderson of Yes, new. Uh, Tony Orlando. Uh, Everybody Can Wang Chung tonight from March 15th <laughs> to 16th. They are new to Garden Rocks. Uh, Simple Plan is back. You have Ambrosia, who is new. Magic Giant is new. Air Supply, new to Garden Rocks. I would like to see Air Supply. Uh, Berlin, featuring Terry Nunn. You have the Smithereens, who are new to Garden Rocks. Rick Springfield, Christopher Cross, he's new. Uh, the Spinners, you have Dennis DeYoung, who was original member of the group Sticks. John Michael Montgomery's new. Oh, Sister wow. Sledges. Who the heck's John Michael Montgomery? Name sounds familiar. <laughs> he's a country singer. I went to his um, concert long time Did ago. Did you? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, Sister Sledge is new. Night Ranger, back. They are a a popular fan favorite. Uh, Sister Hazel is actually new this year. Uh, They did, was it Smash Mouth? I think they filled in for last second during Food and Wine last year. But their first time to to Garden Rocks. Uh, Stevis Curtis Chapman is new. Toby Mack, new. Oh, wow. Uh, Lone Star. Wow. Um, Just pretty big as a country name. Uh, What was their big song? I can't think now that you put me on the spot. Amazed. I think yeah. it was called Amazed. Yeah. Uh, the oh, orchestra you know starring former members of ELO. Herman's Hermit, Herman's Hermits starring Peter <laughs> Noon. You have Don Felder of the Eagles. Flock of Seagulls, new. Uh, Marshall Tucker Band is new to Garden Rocks. Peebo Bryson's new. Richard Marks is new to Garden Rocks. And when I say new, that means they're completely new. They've never played an Epcot Festival. When I say new to Garden Rocks, they've played some of the other ones. Uh, but this is their first time okay. at Garden Rocks. Uh, Starship starring Mickey Thomas. Colin Hay of Men at Work. 
I would really actually like to go see him. He is new. Okay. Uh, we have War, new. The Guess Who, John Cicada, Blood, Sweat, and Tears, and Eddie Palmieri, who is new. Um, for our trips, we will be there during... See, who will we be there during? I don't know. I should have looked at that ahead of time. Uh, <laughs> Ambrosia and Magic Giant pass. I don't actually know who either of those are, to be honest. Um, we will be there for our anniversary. Uh, Stephen Curt- Curtis Chapman. And then we uh-huh. actually leave, though. Sister Hazel will be the night that we get in. I wouldn't mind going to see them. Uh, Toby Max, the day we leave. Uh, we will be back in May. It will be Flock of Seagulls the night we get in. Might go see them. Marshall Tucker Band and Peebo Bryson. Uh, so those, those are some of the trips we have planned. We'll see if we check them out. Uh, of course, you do still have the dining packages available with these. Oh. Um, so some of these that are much more popular that tend to fill up, this is where you might want to do a dining package. Yeah. And you can get breakfast, lunch, or dinner at select Epcot restaurants. Uh, guaranteed seating at one of three per- concert performances later that day. Uh, reserve early so you're sure to savor every single minute from first bites to final bows. So uh, if you want to go out all the pricing, go out to Disney site. It has all the pricing. It has the available uh, locations that you can dine at. So you can go ahead and get your reservations done. Do you want to talk about some of the fun that they have planned for children? Ah, Yeah. um, They have Spike's Pollen Nation Exploration. Spread your wings during a scavenger hunt that promises to sprout tons of fun. Tons of fun. This is a scavenger hunt that we do for every festival. And this is this is spikes, but they also do the additional scavenger. Uh, so hunt. there's two. There are remember because this is the, I think because of the way I could be wrong. It, I usually am. I think because Easter is so late this year, a lot of times they were doing a separate lead up to Easter, and in between Festival of the, Festival of the Arts was also longer. There was only a one week break right. between Festival of the Arts and Flower and Garden because that that gap is closing. They used to do this this um, egg extravaganza scavenger right. hunt in that middle between time. Now I think they're just overlapping it, giving you two of them. So pollens uh, or spikes pollination exploration and the extravaganza scavenger hunt. Um, but we do have two other two other yeah. items for the, the interactive the play areas. The uh, make a beeline for wins. our winds whimsical play gardens. Little ones will love worming their way through the must see destinations. <laughs> so funny to me. <laughs> the goodness. Garden Butterfly House. Oh, yeah. This is presented by Go Go Squeeze um, that they always hand out. Yeah, they're handing out the mm-hmm. little Go Go Squeeze. Um, I mean, honestly, nothing is more delicious than squeezing hot applesauce out of a tube into your mouth in the middle of summer. I think they've been cold. They bring them <laughs> okay, out. Okay, fair enough. But this is, Still that is the concept. pretty, I love that garden, the butterfly yeah, garden. It, it, is, it really is cool. Yeah. It's Yeah, it's a nice little relaxing walk mm-hmm. through and all. Um, also, yogurt shouldn't be squeezed out of anything. Eat it with a spoon like <laughs> God intended. Stop Stop just putting everything. Yet, there's not Nutella in a squeeze bottle. Yeah. I have reached out to Nutella. You did? They responded. No plans. Mm. Um, did you see that person who invented the um, peanut butter pump? A peanut butter pump? See, I, that's actually genius, too. And it, like, squeegees it down so it's like a press. Oh, now yep. that's cool. And then you can, like, it probably scrapes off the sides and everything. See, so would it work with Nutella? No, because Nutella is a weird shaped yep. jar. Right. All right. Listen, peanut butter pump guy, if you're listening, <laughs> let's get working on the Nutella pump because the bane of my existence every day is making peanut butter and Nutella crackers for Lacey. Because it's, just, know they it's come, just messy and it's They it's come with different to um, tops, too, or um, like a flatter top where it comes out. Like. Oh, that's cool. Because <laughs> yeah. the squeeze jelly is one of the greatest things ever. Yeah. So I just need squeeze peanut butter. I need squeeze Nutella. Okay. So if you guys are out there listening and you have anything to do with any of that, I would like to see it happen, please. Okay. All right. We do have several events and tours. And again, you can go out to Disney's website, get the full pricing as these do vary. Uh, there's the Gardens of the World, which you can explore the lush landscapes and signature displays of the 2019 Epcot International Flower and Garden Festival. I want to say this is a three-hour tour. That's uh, <laughs> not not on a boat. You should be safe. Are you going to come back? Yeah, there's Gilligan. It's called Gilligan's Gardens of the World Tour. <laughs> it's a three-hour tour. You get on a boat, never see you again. Um, I believe this is $85 per person. For the tour. Uh, You have the Royal Tea Garden Tour, so you can bark on a guided tour of an English tea garden 
where you'll enjoy a sampling of tea and scones. Last year, this was 15 bucks, and, and tried, it, it was, filled in. Yep. So don't think that there are not a lot of tea lovers out there, and you're just going to call last minute and get a tour. <laughs> you're not. Um, and then finally, they have the uh, English, maybe this was the one, English Tea Garden presented by Twinnings of London. So I can't remember which one we were looking at, but gain a new appreciation for this time-honored beverage during a complimentary tour of an elegant English tea garden. Uh, in addition, they, of course, are always running the behind the seeds, yeah. uh, which we really want to do one time. And I, yeah. I'd like to maybe try and do that during this. I think it'd be really cool to do it, do it during the festival time. Yeah. Um, all right. Here's what we've all been waiting for. Or at least I have. Food. I don't know if anybody else has. Might not care. They might turn it off right now. <laughs> uh, we're going to talk about outdoor kitchens. We are going to go through all of the menu as we usually do. Outdoor kitchens. It sounds like they're trying to sell outdoor kitchens. I know. Yeah. I mean, they are kitchens and they're outdoors. What else are they trying to sell them? No, I'd buy one. (laughs) I would buy the Mexican one. Okay. Put that in the backyard. Do you think HOA would approve it? (laughs) Probably not. It'd be an outdoor kitchen. You can get outdoor kitchens built here. Then This is more of a dwelling, though, because it's kind of enclosed. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. One of the most fascinating things was last year I did the Sip and Stroll event, which was during Food and Wine, for D23. And um, one of the Imagineers who helps design the festival came in and showed, like, behind the scenes of them designing new food booths, of them building them. Oh, wow. Of everything. It was actually really cool. The way that all this stuff, you know, they have to hand paint and make things look like concrete or stone, but they can't be actually made of that stuff because these are semi-permanent fixtures, even though they're pretty much there year-round now. But it was really, really cool. So... All right, we're going to start. You ready for this? I'm going to make you read the ones that look easier. Okay. And then I'm going to phone a friend and call Jared for everything else. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I will try and uh, tackle the ones that are a little bit harder. So first, uh, I'm going to let you talk about uh, a new food booth, which is Arbor at the Gardener's Terrace. What do we have for food here, Rhonda? Well, Jeremy, we have got some fried green tomatoes with blue crab fennel salad, remoulade, and smoked paprika oil. We also have some smoked salmon stacks with avocado, tomatoes, sour cream, caviar, and frac- focaccia. Focaccia. Cristino. Yeah. That so that'll word. be that'll be. I mean, that'll be a focaccia bread cut <laughs> yeah. into very small pieces and baked with this served caviar atop. Hmm. Yeah. And then finally, you have your mixed berry buttermilk cake served with apple cider sorbet. It's vegan, gluten free, and kid approved. Kid approved. Um, <laughs> What do, you, what do you think looks good? Because this sounds uh, very one. delicious. I Fried agree. Fried green tomatoes. Um, yeah, with blue crab fennel salad. Yeah. Sounds awesome. I, I, like the, I like the idea of the salmon stack. Normally, that's made with crab. Normally, you get the crab stacks, which is crab, avocado. Right. Um, of course, not normally sour cream. But So I think, I think this and whole caviar. thing sounds really good. Mm. Even that mixed berry buttermilk cake sounds you can like it's probably pretty good. The smoke stack. You would eat smoked salmon stack with avocados, tomatoes, sour cream, caviar, and focaccia cristino. <laughs> All right. Okay. And All they right. have beverages too. Yeah, they do have beverages. What do they got? What do they got um, to uh, to to sip on to quench the old thirst? The original sin brewery black widow hard cider. That just sounds cool. I want to get it just because the name's awesome. Um, they have Florida beer served company. by Scarlett Johansson. Nah. Black widow. Yeah, uh, that'd be nice. I'd just. Be- Jeremy, what are you doing? I'm another beer. <laughs> That's how it would just be. Because I'd keep going back. Uh-huh. Just, just to, to see, see her. her. Yeah. Okay. What's next? Uh, Florida Beer Company, um, Strawberry Rose Hard Cider. That's, I've had that before. It's, uh, it's, it's a good, good. It's good. Yeah. Uh, Three Daughters Brewing Key Lime Apple Hard Cider. Is there a flight? Oh, it does Yeah, say. there's a flight at the bottom. <laughs> just reading the um, Key Lime Apple Hard Cider already like makes my face like, ew, like pucker. <laughs> I can just imagine it being so tart. Um, Caraba, Caraba, Carbach, yeah, whatever. Brewing <laughs> lemon <laughs> and ginger rattler. This is Ooh. delicious. This is what I had. Where did I have this? It, it was, in, uh, it was, they brought it in the can. Um, oh, uh, uh brown dark. No, uh, brown, br- brown. I don't even know what words I was heading to. Brown Darber, <laughs> brown derby. It was the brown derby lounge while we were uh, waiting for our table. Remember, I got this, oh, yeah. and it was in the can, and it was it was it was delightful. It was, <laughs> okay, it was very very refreshing. So I'm excited to see that there. Um, sea Dog Brewing Company Sunfish Ale, and a Shipyard Brewing Company Grind the Rhine Watermelon IPA. IPA. Um, that sounds interesting. And then there uh, is a yeah. cider flight with and all those ciders. 
So oh, there's a bigger flavor. Uh, unless those goes up, go up, they tend to run 10 bucks each, and you get to try all three from either the cider or the beer. So that's not bad. Nice. All right. Next, we are going to move on to the Flavorful Kitchen, hosted by Advent Health. And this is new. Now, for food, we have a citrus poached salmon with ancient grain salad, roasted vegetables, citrus greens. Uh, you have a from the garden, roasted beets, cashew cheese, and micro herbs with lemon oil dressing. Uh, that is gluten-free and vegan. Uh, the citrus poached salmon is also gluten-free. Then you have a Mickey tart peanut butter mousse with strawberry jam and, of course, boba pearls. Uh, that is vegan <laughs> and kid-approved. If you haven't been able to already tell through these first two menus, flower and garden uh, is very fresh. It is very from the earth. It is very mm -hmm. from the garden. Yes. So you get lots of things like these ancient grains and the vegetables. Uh, you get plays on stuff like a cashew cheese so they can make it vegan. Um, so these tend to be much lighter dishes. You're not getting your steaks and your cheddar cheese soups and your hearty Which will dishes. be nice. I'm actually very excited <laughs> for that. Uh, what do you what do you like out of that one? I'm guessing the you're going to pick the Mickey tart peanut butter. You, would you do with the salmon or I know you're not doing the roasted beets. I do the salmon. I, I don't you do want, the salmon. I don't know if I want the Mickey tart peanut yeah. butter mousse. I think it well. sounds good. The boba pearls. I flick them things right <laughs> off because they're just weird when you bite into uh, them. Well, if we have a kid. They'll eat them. Doesn't one of them eat them? We have two kids. I know, but I mean. <laughs> With us? <laughs> okay. Then they have a uh, blood orange aqua fresca, which is non-alcoholic. And they have cookie butter, worms, and dirt. Is that a drink? Which is non-alcoholic, kid approved. It put it under beverage, but to me, that would be, yeah, like a. Right. Like you've seen you, yeah, like, the like worms the cup and of dirt. Dirt, the right. The cup of dirt. Right. What? <laughs> I have to go on. I'm thinking of Brian Regan when he did the cup of dirt for his science fair project. Oh. Um, all right, you want to talk about <laughs> sure. what is already my oh, favorite? Oh, wow. Brand new, the Citrus Blossom. This is yes. already my favorite booth. I will be Calling mad. it early. I'll be mad if you get yeah. this um, without me. Lobster tail with Meyer lemon em emulsion, emulsion and grilled lemon. Mm -hmm. Tuna taki with spicy yuza glaze, mango avocado, and papadon crisp. Crispy citrus chicken with orange aioli and baby greens. Gluten-free and kid-approved, supposedly. Citrus shortcake. Orange chiffon cake, lemon curd, mandarins, whipped cream, citrus crumble. Vegan. That all sounds outstanding. Yeah. Uh, my fear is lobster tail will be priced very high. Yeah. And it will be half of a small tail. Yeah. Um, but we'll see. I, mean, I bet it's going to be a $12 dish at yeah. least, and it's not going to be a lot. But tuna, so the tuna tataki with the spicy yuzu glaze, uh, mango too. avocado, and the, yeah. the Papa Dam crisp, the, the tuna tataki with the yuzu glaze is basically what we used to get at um, Nomad Lounge. But it had, a, it had a thin, thin slice, the jalapeno on top. They're going to add some mango and avocado. Nice. That sounds awesome. I will yep. not eat either of these on Wednesday. Good. Uh, because I love you and I will wait for you. Good. And then we will just murder this whole booth. Uh, what do they have for beverages? Ooh, <clears throat> they have an orange cream slushy and a souvenir orange bird sipper cup. We're getting that. Aw, it's get approved. That thing is adorable. It is. I will cute. use the word adorable. Um, they have a uh the name just Isla Morada. Yeah, I was I, gonna say you should like, know this. It's I in the do, okay. and it was the just looking you? at the word. I knew the name, yeah. but then it just yes escaped me. Isla Morada Beer Company, um, Coconut Key Lime Ale. Hard pass. Why? Coconut. Oh, yeah, and then key, the Key Lime. I mean, I actually had some Key Lime beers that are. That's actually good. in Fort Pierce, yeah. Florida. Not even um. Isla Morada. Isla Morada. All right. What else we got? Um, the next first, one sounds great. First Magnitude Brewing Lemon Hefeweizen. Yeah, oh. I like it. Gainesville, Florida. Um, Heavy Seas Brewery Tropicana Citrus IPA. Yep. And then and a, Hail Thirt, Maryland. Heavy Seas is a big brewery up there. Oh. And then an Orange Sunshine Wine Slushy. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> There's a beer flight. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah, I'm uh, going to do the Orange Slushy. Yeah, I, I would go ahead and do the beer flight because they actually all sound pretty good. Um, next, we move on to Northern Bloom. Here you got seared scallops with French green beans, butter potatoes, brown butter vinaigrette, and applewood smoked bacon. You have beef tenderloin tips, mushroom mm. borale sauce, uh, whipped potatoes with garden vegetables, and then you have a griddled maple pound cake with warm peach compote and sweet corn gelato featuring Burton's maple syrup. <coughs> Excuse me. You want to say some words? Are you okay? Some water? Yes. <laughs> 
That all sounds good. Um, the beef tenderloin tips is what I would want I from would, of that. Course, do the seared and I scallops. know you'd do the seared scallops. Yeah. Yep. I like it. Um, um, for beverages, they have a maple popcorn shake, uh, which which has has been there in the past. I don't it's know weird. if it tastes it like a vanilla weird. shake or not. Oh, we'll it have probably to try does. It. They probably just renamed it. Uh, then they have the Unibrow Ephemere Apple Wheat Ale, uh, Unibrow Blanche de Chambly Belgian White Ale, and a Unibrow Lune de Miel uh, Amber Ale. Unibrow is delicious. Um, so any of those sound good to me. Um, they do have some. a beer flight. And then they have a maple popcorn shake with Crown Royal Maple Whiskey, which, again, I would be so interested to That actually sounds try. really good. Yeah. I just, I, I don't know if it's one of those that I'd want to drink the whole thing. And I think they tend to run eight to ten bucks. Yeah, but aren't they like a small They're pretty little small, cup? Yeah. So we can always try good. All right. I will let you move on to La Isla Fresca. Okay, so we got some Jamaican braised beef with pigeon pea rice and micro cilantro. We have sugarcane shrimp skewers with steamed rice and coconut lime sauce. We have a tropical mousse cake, layers of passion fruit cake, coconut mousse, and a tropical fruit glaze with fresh pineapple. That's kid approved. Yeah, sounds good. Um, for for me in the past, uh, La Isla Fresca has always delivered on description, but has often oh. not delivered on taste. Really? Like the descriptions are awesome. You know, like the empanada they had recently. It was a Ropa Vieja empanada, I think was at Food and Wine. Um, could have been very, very good. They just missed. Here, here's what's kind of sad, and maybe I'll start to recognize more as we get into it, but I think this is where, again, I just was under-impressed last year with the food. A lot of these aren't like, we do some of our Food and Wine ones, and I read something, and I'm like, I remember eating that last year. It was delicious. Right. I'm not really remembering any of these. Now, we've read a couple new ones. I think I did the sugar cane shrimp skewer last year, mm-hmm. but I don't remember it. something that sticks out. Well, the um, so Jamaican would braised beef sounds that. good. Yeah, yeah, that probably is very good. Um, and then we do have a couple uh, beverages here. What do we have for the old uh, beverages? Um, we have a tropical freeze that's non-alcoholic, kid approved. They, we have a Golden Road Brewing Tart Mango Cart wheel, Wheat Ale, and then a tropical freeze with Cruisin Mango Rum. That sounds very good. That does. That sounds excellent. Uh, all right, next we're going to move over to the Honey Bee Stro. Hosted by the <laughs> National Honey Board. See what they did there? Uh-huh. Uh, first, you have the roasted cauliflower with buckwheat honey carrot puree, wild wife pilaf, asparagus, honey blistered grapes, sunflower brittle, and coriander flowers. Gluten-free and vegan. Mm. We also have the honey tandoori chicken flatbread with white cheddar cheese, mm, charred vegetables, clover honey sour cream, and micro citrus greens. Then we have a local wildflower honey mascarpone cheesecake with orange blossom honey, ice cream uh, garnished with fennel pollen meringue kisses, and petite lavender shoots. Vegan kid approved. Is this over by the um, play yeah, area? Yeah, like by the ref- no, it's over, well, yeah, the in the refreshment port where they put in. So um, uh, here's what I'll say: the local wildflower honey mascarpone cheesecake was the it? best dish last year. I sure to say, and it's possibly yeah. one of the best desserts I've ever had at a yeah. festival. Okay, out of this park, honey tandoori chicken flatbread. I do remember this, and it was to me much like the one we just had at Morocco. For mm-hmm. Festival of the Arts, yeah. where again it just missed. Like it yeah. ended up being more flatbread than topping, and I just it just something was missing. Um, but I saw. But again, that was opening day that I think I had that one. Right. I read lots of other reviews afterwards that people loved it. And here's what I'm interested to see this year. Last year, um, I went opening day, and we stopped in again another one time or two. Mm-hmm. My thing was was op- was it opening day jitters? I do think it was. I do think the food got better as it goes on. Yeah. You know, opening day there there's a lot for them to deal with. You know. Yeah. Um. So again, that's why I'm so interested to go Wednesday. See if there's some opening day jitters. See if stuff's just good. See if they're right. slow. See what's up. So. Did um, you have the roasted cauliflower? Do no, don't think one? ever did. Don't think we ever tried that last year. Uh, and then we do have some um. Uh, beverages. I got the honey peach cobbler freeze, which is non-alcoholic, uh, or they have it with blueberry vodka. You have a Goodwood Brewing Company brandy barrel honey ale. Very, very interested to try that from Louisville, Kentucky, uh, because I love the brown bourbon ale, um, mm-hmm. w- which is outstanding. And this sounds very similar. Uh, and then they have a Florida Orange Groves Winery har- Orange Blossom Honey Wine from Saint Petersburg. Sounds good. Yeah, but also those honey very wines sweet. get very, very sweet. Yes. Yeah. All right. Next. We go to Trowel and Trellis, hosted by Impossible this is new. Foods. This is new. Impossible Foods is the new brand that is showing up. Uh, they're the ones who created the Impossible Burgers. These are all uh, vegan-based products. They do burgers, um, things like that. Um, the new 
uh, little brewery and grill that's going to be go in at the NBA Experience is going to use a lot of the Impossible Foods in okay. their menu. Uh, we've enjoyed. I think they're they're really good the plant burger. based meatless yep. burgers. Where again, the first time I ever ate it at Nomad Lounge, meatless. I got through. They are. I know, but it just still sounds like it's just a bun. Then. Yeah. Um. I got through most of the burger, and then you said, "I can't believe there's not meat in here," and I was like, "What?" So it's it really mm-hmm. is that good. So what do we have over here? Um, we have some grilled street corn on the cob with savory garlic spread. Mmm, that, that sounds, sounds amazing. Very good. Um, that was gluten-free, vegan, and kid-approved. Yep. Farmhouse meatball with lentil bread, spinach, marinated vegetables, creamy herb dressing. Then you have chocolate pudding terrarium with avocado cream. Ma- matcha. Matcha crumb. That's that new green the tea, green, that matcha green mm-hmm. tea. Yeah, that tastes like yard clippings. Uh, <laughs> pomegranate. <laughs> I got one the other day. And baby herbs. Yeah. It it did. It was it's ugh. It tastes like I went outside, grabbed a handful of grass, put it in my tea, let it seep, and then I drank it, and then I regretted everything I'd done leading up to that moment. Uh, grilled street corn sounds yep. awesome. I hope that this is a straight up for me a buttery garlic spread, but this is vegan, so I don't know what they're going to do with it. T- traditionally, a Mexican grilled street corn is slathered mayo. in mayo, mm. but that also then it'd have to be a vegan mayo. This is a vegan dish. Right. So it's either got to be a vegan butter or a vegan mayo that they'll slather it in. So what they do, they usually grill the corn, they slather it in that, and then they like sprinkle Mexican seasonings. This sounds like it's just going to have some sort of garlic spread that they'll put on it. So that sounds good. Sounds very good. I'm very interested to try the uh, farmhouse meatball because that would be a meatless meatball. So it's a meatless ball. Why did they call it that? See, that's where I should get to come up with some of these. I'd be, this is the farmhouse meatless ball. That sounds weird. With lentil bread, spinach, marinated vegetables, creamy herb dressing. Okay. Vegan. Because somebody's going to be like, oh, I don't want to eat a meatball. I'm vegan. And they'll go, well, this is vegan. We'll say, but it says meatball. They're like, no, but it's a meatless ball. Well, why didn't you just say so? And they could have saved two minutes just by putting it in the description. <laughs> These are the things that I think of on a daily basis. Oh, this Lord. will keep me up tonight. Uh, the beverages we <laughs> okay, have. Go for it. Uh, uh, Suja? Yeah, Suja. It's, it's some sort of brand. Suja Boy? <laughs> Organic gold pressed juice, noon greens. Mm. Mm. Okay, um, another organic cold pressed juice, vibrant probiotic. Mm. Okay, I'll help you poo. <laughs> Bloomin' blueberry lemon and ginger tea featuring twinnings. And that then, sounds good. Yeah, it does. Yeah, and then a. Um, you got a couple more. <laughs> Sorry, I had oh. to scroll. The Playa Linda. What? Uh, yeah, they're the ones. That, thank God, there's nothing with a hashtag on here. Or I'd mm-hmm. burn the place to the ground. Brewing like Company Tropical time. Wonderland Wheat Ale. That sounds delicious. Um, Bloomin' Blueberry Lemon and Ginger Tea with Tito's. Mm. And then, oh, I'm sorry. That was the, hold on. I did an extra bullet point. That's with Tito's uh, handmade vodka served in a mason jar. You think it's collectible? Oh, we'll, we'll totally get this probably. if it's a little keepsake glass mason jar. Although I don't see them serving glass. They gave us that glass. We bought that glass cookie stroll thing, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. That actually sounds very, very good. All right. Next, we're going to move over to the pineapple promenade, which basically stays the same every year. Uh, we've actually never stopped here, so we might oh. have to do it this year. Uh, so okay. you get a spicy hot dog with pineapple chutney and plantain chips uh, or pineapple soft serve, which is Dole Whip. Um, oh. I'd be interested to try the hot dog. I know it's going to have pineapple chutney, which may or may not be cooked. That's Normally, weird. it'd be cold, but it's pro- it's possible that it was cooked and then it's chilled. So I don't know how much you would like it. Yeah. Uh, for beverages, they have a frozen dessert, violet lemonade. Violet. Did I say violent or violet? <laughs> I'm not sure which I said I, first. I know. You, I think you said violet. But oh, okay. It, but it look at my brain. Like it said like violent, violent lemonade. <laughs> <laughs> Take this lemonade. <laughs> um, non-alcoholic, kid approved. You have a pineapple soft serve ice cream with Fanta. <gasps> no Lacey way. Lacey, will, Lacey loves Fanta. Uh, non-alcoholic, kid approved. Lacey approved. Coastal yeah. Empire Beer Company, Coco Pina. Gose, uh, <laughs> Gose, I don't know what it is, Savannah, Georgia, uh, which is part of the flight if you get it, Sweetwater Brewing Company, Going Coastal IPA with pineapple, it's actually a pretty good beer, uh, Maui Brewing Company, Pineapple Mono Wheat, uh, Playa Linda Brewing Company, Violet Lemonade Ale Beer, uh, <laughs> Florida Orange Groves Winery Sparkling Pineapple Wine, hmm. Pineapple sauce for ice cream with Parrot Bay Coconut Rum, so you can get your, mm, yep. get your uh, um, That's good. words, and uh. you have a pineapple beer flight. Yeah, you can get your Dole Whip with coconut rum like you can get yep. over in Animal Kingdom yep. and Polly and all. Okay. And Do, this is just coconut. Um, or this is just the... Because there was two. Uh, 
you can usually for a dark, a yeah rum, for salsa right? you can usually get um over an animal a dark rum or you get the coconut rum this right. is just coconut right yeah and it's which better, to me goes better even though I don't traditionally like just coconut rum it goes so much better with the pineapple I think yeah. than the dark rum which yeah. becomes overpowering yep. all right next do you want to read this or are you, you going to make me because this is Jardine de Fiestas in Mexico yeah I'm gonna make you because I okay. can't first is the Talacoyo. Blue corn masa topped with black bean spread, ground chorizo, queso fresca, and Mexican cream. Mm, beef nice. torta. Braised beef served on a crispy sourdough roll with queso Oaxaca, avocado, pickled onions, and jalapenos, and a spicy habanero sauce. Tres leches, milk-soaked sponge cake topped with cajita, uh, whipped cream, and almond power. As always, sign me up for everyone. Mexico delivers on description. They deliver on pictures. They deliver on taste. They deliver uh, if you could only choose one of those three food items, though, which do you think you would pick? Uh, I think the beef torta. Would you? I, I, would, I would, too, because the blue corn masa topped with the black bean spread and all, which sounds amazing, is very similar to what they had at Festival of the Arts. So uh, I think I'd almost go with the beef torta. But th- this sounds great. Am I allowed to eat any of these Wednesday? Yes. Okay. I'll just eat one. I'll, I'll get the blue corn masa. Mm-hmm. Uh, for beverages, um, you have cerveza uh, and ale. Allende Golden Ale Craft Beer served with a liquor floater. You have Damiana Flower Margarita, Damiana Flower Liquor, Blanco Tequila, Agave Nectar, and Citrus Juices served on the rocks with a Black Ant Salt Rim. (laughs) Okay. I don't know what that means. All right. They serving dead ants on your thing? Maybe that was what was on my uh, (laughs) (laughs) Bloody Mary. Oh, Oh, yeah. I think it was the Black Ant Salt. That's what you had last time. Yeah, I thought those were teeny little legs. Mm-hmm, me too. Yeah. All right, then you have a um, Oaxacan gin and tonic, smoky gin. No, thank you. Uh, I don't like smoky drinks. Black currant liqueur, <laughs> vermouth, lime juice, and tonic water. Tonic water, uh, and then rose sangria, withers rose wine, rose wine, tequila blanco, elderflower, and ginger liqueur, uh, pineapple, cactus pear, and ginger juices. All right, next we're moving on to Lotus House. What do we got for mm. food, Rhonda? <clears throat> A Saskatchewan spice. Did you say Saskatchewan? Sichuan. You've never read that word? We stole yeah. every Chinese menu ever made. Sichuan. Okay. Not Saskatchewan. <laughs> Sasquatch, spicy, red braised beef shake. Okay, what do we have with the Sichuan? You're fun. <laughs> uh, spicy, red braised beef shank over rice. House-made crab and cheese wontons. Yum. Yum. Vegetable spring rolls, vegan and kid-approved. I'd go crab and cheese wontons. Those are mm-hmm. some of my favorites. Please don't get those. Okay, I won't get those ones. Then. Can I get this, the Saskatchewan? Yeah, or the okay. vegetable spring rolls. Uh, nah, I'm good with that. You can get those anywhere. All right, what do we have for the beverages? We have a panda bubble tea, classic milk tea with black and white boba. Bobas. Per yep. boba pearls. Ugh, yeah, Let's, thank you for saying pearls. Not boba balls. <laughs> oh, Lord. Stop. Um, jasmine draft beer. That sounds really good. What? Jasmine draft it's beer. It's not. It's, it's a You've standard beer. It? Yes, it doesn't, it doesn't have like jasmine flavors to me. It's a very standard. Uh, yes, it's a very standard like Pirates of the Sea. Uh, the China Sea. Dark. Not Mexican beer. Chinese beer. I'm sorry. I said Mexican. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> Pirates of the China Sea. Dark rum, peach syrup, and pina colada mix. Kung Fu Punch. Didn't they have this at another one and you wanted to try it? I think so, yeah. I just it's vodka, triple sec, mango syrup, orange juice. It does sound very good. It's and very then they refreshing. have a plum wine cooler, yeah. which that plum wine is very sweet. Very, very sweet. So. Um, that sounds good. The Kung Fu Punch actually I think still sounds really cool. It's a cool name. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would Kung like, Fu Punch. I would, like to, I would like to order it and then go watch Wang Chung play. Okay. Because they're the ones who did Everybody Was Kung Fu Fighting. Okay. I think. Yes, they did. Well, I hope so. Yes. Uh, 80s people, correct me if I am wrong. All right, Bad next we have Bauer, Bauer Markets. Oh, I know. you just did that. Oh, Bauer Oops. Markets Farmer's Market. I was passing um, This is in Germany. Uh, very, very traditional. This is what they have every year. So for food, they have potato pancakes with house-made applesauce, vegan. Uh, you don't have to squirt the applesauce out of a tube, so that's a, that's a bonus. Uh, you have potato pancake with caramelized ham, onions, and herb sour cream. You have a toasted pretzel bread topped with black forest ham and melted Gruyere cheese and a warm cheese strudel with mixed berries. That uh, sounds good. I'd like to go potato, potato pancake with caramelized ham, onions, and sour or herb sour cream. Actually, I think I did that last year. I I remember the toasted pretzel bread being good, but it was tiny. Oh, really? Like a really, really small dish. But, I mean, it's literally a soft pretzel 
topped with ham and melted cheese. So that one's kind of hard to mess up. Yeah, sounds good. What What do you like the most, though? You think you do the warm cheese striato? Yeah, maybe. Or, I mean, I would honestly probably do any of them. except Well, except the house-made applesauce. I'd one. be interested. I've never had house-made applesauce. I've only had had um, factory made applesauce <laughs> <laughs> uh, for beverages. They have a Stiegel brewery, Radler Zitron. They have a Polinor original Munich lager. They have a Kostritzer Schwarbars beer, black <laughs> lager and a Hugo cocktail with sparkling wine, which has elder, elderflower and mint. Hmm. Um, Sounds yeah. I mean, the beer flight I could see doing, but I, nothing that I'm like, I gotta have, I think. Um, all right. Going to go to Primavera kitchen in Italy. Uh, who again mm. for me can be very very hit or miss mm-hmm. on their food yeah. um, last year and I don't see it on this year okay so I'm not saying that last year I started I started a petition I had started a club mm-hmm. I had three signatures <laughs> so I do I want to say that it's probably because of me there is not the $12 lobster ravioli mm-hmm. which was three whole uh, lobster raviolis, which I'm pretty sure were purchased from a frozen food store okay. and heated up. Not on the menu. All right. You guys are welcome. So on the menu got? is pizza Toscana, rustic Italian flatbread with sweet sausage, caramelized onion, mozzarella, asiago, and Parmesan cheese. That's kid approved. Um, Pomodoro verde mozzarella. Sounds good. Pomodoro verde e mozzarella. Uh, fried green tomatoes, mozzarella cheese, balsamic reduction. That sounds really sounds good. Sounds outstanding. Um, tricolored cheese tortellini, sage butter, and chicken. Bluet. Yep. Kid approved. That sounds delicious, too. And then Zipole. Uh, Zipole. Ricotta cheese fritters, powdered sugar, raspberry sauce, and chocolate hazelnut drizzle. Kid approved. I am so nervous about this booth because, again, they can be so hit or miss, and all four of these sound outstanding. Mm-hmm. Like, I want that pizza Toscana to be one of the best dishes there. Mm. I want it to, yeah. but it's a flatbread, so I'm worried. Yeah. Um, I, I, everything sounds awesome. Don't let us down, Italy. I will start another petition. I will start another club. It's already called... Uh, they got my Pinot Grigio Jeremy's there. Jeremy's Against Italy Food Booths is the name of the club. It's probably why it didn't do so well, because I named it Jeremy's mm-hmm. Against Italy Food Booth Club. Probably. And so you have to be named Jeremy to join, and there's not a lot of us out there. So it was me, uh, Jeremy Irons, and... <laughs> uh, <laughs> What's the oh, wasn't there God. Jeremy Kid and one of the um one of the like drama teen dramas? What was the guy's name? Um Oh, I can picture him. He was in Mall Rats. Oh, it's gonna kill me. Go ahead and, and read uh beverages. <laughs> Why can I not think of his last name? Well read your beverages. Those are some I can't read all these beverages. Well, yeah, I, think, of pills every, I think everybody would like to hear you try, is kinda what it comes down to because it will be hilarious. A pepper a pepperoni? A pepperoni? I don't think it's pepperoni. Pepperoni. Yes. Peroni. Nasto. Jeremy London. Okay. Why could I not remember his name? So it was just me. It was me, Jeremy Irons, Jeremy London. Okay. Uh, so that's probably why it wasn't so successful. So I'll, I'll see about changing the name of the club. Okay. Where are we at here? More. Uh, you want me to read them? Moretti Le Rosa. You have a Placido Pinot Grigio. Uh, Placido Chianti. Uh, Villa Sandy Prosecco. Montegrande Corbanello. Uh, Fior de Arancio Montegrande Moscato. You got a Bellini and you got a frozen Italian margarita with limoncello and tequila. Mm. Uh, you're going Pinot Grigio, right? Yep. We know that. Yep. I said that right. early, earlier. Now we're getting into the place that should be here year round and it should be located inside of the American Pavilion. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll, let, I'll let you read it because you can read all these food items. This is the Smokehouse well, and is, Barbecue and Brews. And this is what was last year that we went and got a couple of times, right? I think so. Yeah, this was, this was um, great last year. This is what... America's restaurant, <clears throat> quick service restaurant needs to be or just do away with America there. Okay. Um, this is pulled pig slider with coleslaw. Um, you got shredded beef brisket with smoked potato, chorizo fondue and green tomato relish, a beef brisket burnt ends and smoked pork belly slider with so- gr- garlic sausage, chorizo, cheddar fondue and house made pickle. Ooh, house made pickle. Just keep reading, then we can discuss it. <laughs> Warm chocolate cake with bourbon, salt, salted caramel sauce, and spiced pecans. So beef brisket burnt ends is what we went back for and, yes. and was one of the standout dishes. Yeah. Uh, so good, flavorful. Uh, even though it's a slider, it's a good size. And the best part about it is they have positioned it. This is not a, a watery, wet pickle. This is more <laughs> of, to me, a drier pickle where the pickle juice, because it's a skewer, it goes in the top. 
and it has a chorizo on top. Yep. And then on top of that is a pickle, but everything isn't like touching. Right. And pickle juice didn't get into the bread. So right. I was able to take the skewer out or the toothpick. Mm-hmm. You ate pickle yep. and I think the chorizo. I ate parts of the slider I ate, no, and everything I was ate great. The part of the chorizo that was touching the pickle and yes, gave you this is correct. the other part. So, <laughs> so you could have yeah, some of the so chorizo. I like that they didn't ruin this dish uh, mm-hmm. with that disgusting um, pickle on top. Uh, beverages. beverages what do you got for beverages here um quite a few frozen simply lemonade non-alcoholic kid approved um central 28 brewing company sunshine greetings or orange hibiscus wheat ale Yummy. um three daughters brewing pl- phantasmus mm-hmm. spicy double ipa weird um shipyard maple bacon stout did okay. you have that i think i might have I can't um remember. bone shaker zinfandel that's just a cool name <laughs> Frozen Simply Lemonade with Firefly Blackberry Moonshine. That sounds good. It does. Um, There's a beer fly. Yeah, you get a beer. I, I got to say, you know, I'm not I'm not traditionally a liquor drinker. Uh, one reason, a lot of times it just hurts my stomach, the sweetness and the mm-hmm. sugarness. Uh, other times, um, I can, not, I'm not a jerk. It just affects me differently yep. than like beer or wine. Mm-hmm. It does more of a... Jeremy, you remember what you said last night? No, nope. I don't. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, but not in a mean way. Yeah. Just, right? Yeah. Just more in like a mm. get drunk quicker way. Yeah, and very, yeah. very, knowledge- everybody knows you're drunk. Like, it's very, you're like. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Right. We're like, right now, nobody has an idea that I'm absolutely hammered. Right. Yeah. So that's good. No, um, <laughs> no but what my point in all of that was, man, all of their, all of their liquor drinks yeah, just sound, sound amazing. amazing. Um, so this is one, you know, I, their liquor drinks aren't crazy strong, but just if you are going there and you're a liquor drink person, be careful. Yeah. Uh, it is it is already getting hot. We're supposed to have a bit of a cool down for the start of the festival. It's only going to be in like the low 60s, but we're already seeing 80 to 90 degree days. So if you are going 79 soon, outside right yeah, now, right now today. So mm-hmm. just again, as always, stay hydrated, you know, um, just and it's, be in St. Augustine. And Orlando, it's always hotter. Mm -hmm. All right, next we're going to move on to Hanami. Uh, This is in Japan. For food, they have back their frushi, which is fresh pineapple, strawberry, and melon rolled with coconut rice, garnished with whipped cream, berry sauce drizzle, and toasted coconut, Mm. uh, vegan and kid approved. They have a chilled soba noodle salad with pan-seared tuna and wasabi dressing. Then they have a chicken karange with nanban sauce. Uh, (laughs) Japanese-style fried chicken served on a bed of shredded cabbage and topped with a soy and vinegar-based dressing did we have the chilled we had chilled soba soba noodles last year uh again i just remember i thought it was i don't believe it was i don't believe it was tuna and wasabi dressing though i think it was more of a teriyaki uh they were they were they weren't bad they weren't great again everything was just a little bit to me disappointing that that japanese style fried chicken sounds very interesting and very very good yeah i imagine it'll be it's a soy and vinegar based dressing would probably be a little bit sweet uh they have a kirin draft beer which is always good uh, Sayori Little Lily Nigori Sake. <laughs> Can I get my name, Jerry, on a wooden box? Uh, they have Ichigo Sun, strawberry lemonade cocktail with sake, strawberry puree, and lemonade. Next, to our booth, Taste of Marrakesh in Morocco. Mm-hmm. What food do we have? They have harissa, mm-hmm. chicken kebab with dried fruit couscous salad, fried cauliflower with capers, Garlic, parsley, and chilled ranch sauce. Chili ranch sauce. A chili ranch sauce. Yep. Um, walnut, honey, bak- baklava. Baklava. Um, get the fried cauliflower. It's outstanding. This is where I think fried cauliflower started for us, that we yeah, got it last year. So. And now we get it anywhere we can mm-hmm, go. I've made so it at good. home. Yep. It's amazing. They have a, This chili ranch sauce uh, is, is both hot and cooling. Uh-huh. Um, the harissa chicken kebab, uh, I believe we had last year as well. They do, do we? it well. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and then for dessert, you got a dessert rose, uh, dessert rose, sparkling wine topped with pomegranate liqueur, a white sangria, casa beer, and a Laroque Chardonnay. Um, love this booth. I- I'm excited. I'm excited to go back and get that that cauliflower. I mm-hmm. shall wait for you to do it. Thank you. Next, we're moving on to Florida Fresh. Mm. Here we have a carne guisada with black bean cake and cilantro lime sour cream, spicy blackened shrimp and cheddar cheese grits with brown mm. gravy and local sweet corn arellis. Uh, and a key lime tart, it's probably supposed to say relish. I think it, I missed an H. Uh, key lime tart with toasted meringue. Uh, the key lime tart last year was was pretty good for a dessert. 
I did get that the first day. Not bad. It's like a little, um, like finger finger shaped. You know, like the uh, mm-hmm. Vienna finger shaped that size. Pretty good. Um, did we get the? Um, it's been I think two years. We got grits? it with your parents when we were there at Epcot with them. The spicy black and shrimp and grits. I remember it being pretty good. It's a small portion, but but flavorful. I'd like to get that. Uh, I'd like to do the carne glissada with black bean cake and cilantro lime cream sour cream this year. Okay. So. They do have a watermelon cucumber slushy, which is non-alcoholic, or mm. if you are an adult, you can get it with gin. Uh, Tampa Bay Brewing Company, Twisted Strawberry Fest Fruit Ale. Sounds good. Big Top Brewing Company, Conch Republic Key Lime Wheat. I'll take it. And a First Magnitude Brewing Monarch Milk Stout. No, thank you. Then you have a Florida Orange Groves Winery Sparkling Key Lime Wine, and you can get the beer flight of those three. So I will get the beer flight. I will give the stout to Jared. All right. Uh, next, we're going to Flor de Lis. Les. I guess this is in uh, France. This is France. Yes, France. this is. Uh, would you like to take a shot at any of these no, words? No, I okay. would not. First, you have the, the Vichesauce uh, Concombres, which is a chilled cucumber soup, gluten-free. Hmm. You have the Tarte au Chevois. like that one. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, goat cheese tart with caramelized onions on a flaky pastry crust, which is mm, vegan. You have a canard confit a la Provençal. Uh, braised duck confit with tomatoes and olives on polenta. And you have a macaroon uh, au chocolate in sous-suite. <gasps> Large chocolate so macaroon lollipop. Yeah. Very, very good last year. Yeah. I did I enjoy this that. one. Yep. Chilled cucumber soup sounds interesting. Uh-huh. Um, the Do braised duck that. confit sounds good. As long as it's um, not in a... Um, so, can. alongside of my, my uh, trying to bring down... The Italy Pavilion and their lobster ravioli. Me and the two Jeremys, the other two Jeremys. We also started a uh, Jeremys Against Food Served in a Plastic Cat Can <laughs> uh, Club. Okay. Um, Jeremy London did not join this club, though. Mm, okay. Apparently has an affinity for cat cans. Uh, his great uncle actually invented the cat food can. Okay. And so, uh, yeah, I don't see that on there because I don't believe that it was the duck confit last year because um, there was no polenta or anything. So I'm really glad to see that they are... Listening to people, mostly me, and they're taking some of these things <laughs> off the menu. Oh. There can't be a human being. It was pork last year. That's right. Was it? There can't be a human being that had that dish and thought, uh, not only is this presentation great, because <laughs> I've always wanted to eat food out of a cat food can, <laughs> but I love uh, cold congealed pork that has been Ugh. sitting in a fridge for Mm-mm. a week. Sign me right up. Where mm-hmm. may I have more? Please take my money. Nobody's ever said any of those words, so they, they got, took it off. All right, let's go to the beverages. Yeah. Little known fact, I was the, the first and only person to buy that dish last year. <laughs> Wouldn't <laughs> surprise me. All right, beverages, we have a La Vie in Rosé frozen slushy. Always always good, the slushies. Uh, yes. Grey Goose vodka, orange, uh, St. Germain liquor, white and red cranberry juice. They have a, a Kier Frambose, which is sparkling wi- wine and Monin raspberry syrup. They have a Cabernet Sauvignon. Um, and they have the Cronenberg Blanc 1664, which is their standard beer. All right, we're getting into the home stretch. Okay. And then I got to pack. And you have to go. I know, because I'm going to Orlando tonight to stay the night. Um, because Monday I got to fly to Charlotte for work. I fly back Tuesday, stay in the night at All Star Music, and then Wednesday I'm eating some of this stuff. All right, refreshment <laughs> port. You want to read this because they are taking over the poutine world, and they're coming up with these clever. Very, very inventive poutines. Uh, each mm. festival, festival, and this one sounds so. This is awesome. A coffee rubbed pork poutine with barbecue demi glaze, fire roasted corn relish, and cheese curds. That sounds awesome. It really does. I want to eat it. Ooh, my yep, stowaway bloody Ma- my stowaway Mary, classic bloody Mary with absolute vodka garnished with pimento stuffed olives, cherry tomatoes, celery, jumbo shrimp, and smokehouse jerk. Jerky. Jerky. This is Jeez. a joke. Smokehouse smoke jerk is what you call me. Um, that, that. I, I don't get yeah, I'm going to get that one. I don't want show. to drink the Bloody Mary. I want to eat the jumbo shrimp and smokehouse jerky. No. Um, thank God they're not stuffing those olives with blue cheese. That's all I got to say about that. Uh, next, we're going to move on to Taste Track. And I think you all are going to be extremely happy about what is not on this menu. So oh, for the food, they do have a violet blueberry vanilla croissant donut. That's what they've been doing every time is these croissant donuts. The, the cornuts. It was actually very good. good. Yeah. So, so I would try I would, this. Yeah, we'll try this. Um, then they have a non-alcoholic berry tea mint julep 
and a uh, berry tea mint julep with bourbon, which actually sounds good. No pancake milkshake. Yay! So the the Jeremy's Against Pancake Milkshakes Club is really taken really <sighs> taken off. Um, Jeremy London was all about this one. Mm-hmm. I, gotta call, I gotta call him up after this. Uh, then next we have the Joffrey's Coffee and Tea Carts Specialty Festival offerings. Uh, over in Future World East, you get a pedal to the meadow. <laughs> Frozen cappuccino <laughs> topped with vodka and Kahlua, Kahlua liquor. That sounds good. I used to drink straight Kahlua in college. Um, I'll probably explain why I only went to college for a semester. <laughs> uh, in Canada, they have the cold clover, which is cold brew coffee with Irish cream syrup topped with Bailey's Irish cream liqueur. Mm, I wonder That's if, um, the way to start your morning. <laughs> I wonder if Jared would like that. Man, maybe I should stay Wednesday night. Uh, they have Showcase Plaza, Goose on the Loose. Frozen passion fruit and Le Centron uh, vodka topped with iced tea. At the American Adventure, they have Bees Buzz. Uh, frozen <laughs> lemonade and chocolate syrup topped with pineapple rum. Coconut syrup. Coconut syrup topped with pineapple. What did I say? <laughs> chocolate. Oh, that would, be, that would be better. No, not with the lemonade. That sounds weird. All right. Some of the additional locations like the funnel cake. This sounds very interesting. The funnel cake stand in America has a key lime funnel cake. Topped with crumbled graham cracker and whipped cream. Mm. That might be good. Mm, I don't know. It sounds very interesting. Here's where here's where the hot dogs miss at Casey's Corner. Because everything, you remember, all they do is take a hot dog, throw stuff on top. They get inventive and actually, they didn't say, hey, it's a regular funnel cake. And we've put like a key lime drizzle and stuff <laughs> on top. They're making an actual key lime funnel cake. Nice. So so I like that how inventive they are over here. Okay. Uh, at Blocken Hans. I always say it with like a German accent. It's yeah. in America. I don't know why I do that. Uh, they have my favorite, the Lexington Brewing Company, Kentucky Vanilla Bourbon Cream Ale. Uh, they have Shorts Brewing Company, Locals Light Lager. They have Dogfish Head Brewery, American Beauty Pale Ale. Uh, that was named after me. Brooklyn <laughs> Brewery Defender IPA. They have the Golden Road Brewing Pineapple Cart Wheat Ale. And the Three Daughters Brewing Hard Rosé Cider. Uh, and you can get a beer flight. At Fife and Drum Tavern, they have Shorts Brewing Company, which is named after Rhonda. <laughs> You're short. No? Okay. American Beauty was named after you. Shorts Brewing Company, Soft Parade Shandy. Mmm. Sounds fancy. And then finally, at Sunshine Seasons, we have an Earl Grey tea cake with orange honey filling topped with honeybell, tangelo buttercream, honeycomb, and bee pollen. Bee pollen? Yeah, that sounds interesting. Yeah, they actually uh, have a bee come up right in front of you when he pollinates it. <laughs> well, you're right there. And then you say, um, I would like to return this cupcake. A bee just pooped on it. <laughs> and that's how it goes. Oh, man. I'm excited for Wednesday. I'm, ex- I'm actually excited. I'm excited for um, you for Wednesday. Well, you know, and... In, in, uh, Things were so different even over a year ago with with the podcast with, you know, we were just joining forces with Jared and Jamie. We we're just launching Diz Dudes like um, I actually believe. If I'm right, I could be wrong. I think I guested on Capture the Magic while I was at Flower and Garden last year on opening day. And that's when we announced the Diz Dudes was launching because it is dude's uh, anniversary is on May March 7th. Right. This Thursday. Yes. And I th- I think something like I know I recorded unless I was down there another day. I think I was there for Flower and Garden and that's when we recorded for Capture the Magic and said, "Hey, we're starting a new one called Dis Dudes." Mm. And then history was made. <laughs> then I started all these clubs with the Jeremys. <laughs> uh, are there other famous Jeremys? Yeah, I'm sure there. Short are. of the three of us, <laughs> like I lump myself <laughs> in with it. <laughs> See if that just smooths right on past anybody. Uh, so yeah, I'm excited for the trips. I'm I'm excited to get back. Um, I believe, and I could be I could be wrong. I think they were supposed to do this during food and wine. We are doing the VI very important pass holder. Have to oh, watch yeah. how I term this because otherwise I will curse. Uh, we're doing the VI pass holder event at Epcot uh, in March, towards the end of March when we are there. Mm-hmm. Um, from my understanding, some of the food booths do stay open ah, during really? it. I don't know that we want to spend our time during the three hours doing food booths when there's right. going to be special character meet and greets and, and you know, walk on rides. Um, but we'll right. certainly make sure, you know, not only this Wednesday I'm hitting it up, um, we will make sure that we hit it up uh, again, you know, during spring break. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're then going to be there. Uh, let's see, that's March. April, we'll be there for our anniversary weekend. We'll, we'll knock out some more and then we'll yep. finish off in uh, May for Mother's Day weekend. So yep. we will, you know, you can obviously look um, 
in, in the Facebook group, Capture the Magic Community, asked to join. You'll certainly see a lot of photos and updates. Uh, if you want to get live streams from the festival and from so much more, uh, when we are at Disney, uh, when we do our live room tours uh, every month or every every few weeks, actually, when we're down there, uh, go to ctmvip.com. Um, also, if you have not done so already, make sure you go out, search for The Diz Dudes. You got to have the the in there to find it mm-hmm. on wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, and go ahead and subscribe to the new feed because as of this week, uh, it would no longer be on the Capture the Magic feed. Episode 51 will only be on its own feed. Um, we may or may not be having a few issues still with Spotify because we transferred all of our, our podcast feeds. Uh, same with Main Street Magic. We're having an issue. I think the last episode has not showed up. Um, so I have to get together with uh, Jeremy's against Spotify, not <laughs> updating RSS feeds and we got to contact them. So we'll try and get that updated, but you can always go to ctmpodcast.com. Uh, there's a little menu up top that says shows and you can listen right through the web browser or through your phone. Uh, if you want to get the latest while well, we get a few of these kinks worked out with the new RSS feeds. Um, and we have to say with, you know, club 32, uh, there is a monetary uh, subscription uh, that you need to put forth to join, but it's things like that that helped us get on this new and better feed that helped launch the Diz Dudes on its own feed. Um, it's it's going to help us do a lot more things so that we can report to you. So basically, we didn't want to just say, hey, um, we would like some money to help support the show. <laughs> we decided uh, we would love if you become a part of this, this, this new kind of community. Um, and while there is a monetary value, we try and give a whole lot back. Mm-hmm. So you certainly get, you know, a lot of value uh, out of what you're putting in. Correct. Um, other than that, if you can go out, capture the magic, the Diz Dudes, Main Street Magic, uh, you hopefully are already subscribed, but also you got to leave us a rating and review. Because it helps all of our shows grow. That's all we've got. We'll see you real soon. <laughs>